Star Wars 7x7 episode 1391 today. I'm continuing my countdown of the last Jedi deleted scenes and their importance to the last Jedi story. And we've got numbers 9 and 10 on the list today. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Taylor Gray from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, coming at you again from the home away from home, studio away from studio in Massachusetts, and today we are talking about the ninth and 10th most important deleted scenes in The Last Jedi. Going to kick it off with number 10, and number 10 is the scene where Rey and Chewie having gotten rid of all the TIE fighters that were chasing them on crate, swing back around to find out what's going on at the front door of the Resistance hideout, only to find that there are a whole bunch of walkers firing on one fixed point just in front of the door. They don't know what's happening, but Ray sees the conflagration and says, let's go around back, and they fly away to try and find any other Resistance fighters to help. Now, that scene was actually filmed, and so it doesn't just appear in the novelization or anything like that. Obviously, it was filmed because we saw the deleted scenes, right? But, yeah, that whole scene happened, and Ryan Johnson cut it basically because of a pacing situation more than anything else. Ryan Johnson said that it was basically just a joke. It was also meant to place Ray in the larger context of things, but ultimately things work without it. And I gotta say, I do think that it's a good cut because I'm not sure the joke was necessarily warranted at that moment in time. You know, I mean, that's when Luke dramatically walks out and Kylo's like, I want every gun to fire on that mat, you know, like, and he's going, more, more, you know, I don't think we necessarily needed the joke at that point. I think it was all about the drama. So good cut there. Now, for the number nine cut, now we're starting to get into something a little meatier. This is the scene where Finn is dealing with how dramatic it was to have the attack on the rebel ships or the resistance ships, excuse me, by the First Order and Leia getting thrown out with the huge explosion on the bridge and ultimately making her way back into the ship and surviving, but dropping the bracelet that has the beacon for Rey to find her way back to the resistance. And so we know Finn picks that up and we know he decides to take off and leave the resistance to try and save Rey. At least that's the idea. But with this particular scene, it's a little bit more than that. He's sitting around ostensibly moping about the whole situation and going, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? BB-8 rolls up and kind of nags him, nags him, tries to get his attention. And finally, BB-8 does his own hologram projecting. It turns out that he recorded the conversation, the one-sided conversation, that Ray had as she was about to leave to go find Luke on Octo, where she was in the med bay. And, you know, Baby Yate recorded her saying, you know, like, thank you, and I, you know, thank you, friend, and, you know, get better and all that fun stuff, and kissing him on the forehead. And <laughs> Finn reacts appropriately and says, it's kind of weird that you recorded that, but thank you. And it is actually a lovely moment, and Ryan Johnson says that he really liked that scene a lot. 
And he says the scene's original intent was to point Finn in the right direction. And as we know, the quote-unquote right direction is not necessarily the right direction. <laughs> it's the right direction in terms of the story. It's for him to decide that he has to get away from the resistance. And so that's what that scene was developed for. But ultimately, that was also a pacing thing for its removal. Now, the thing about this scene that I thought was rather intriguing, just in terms of its potential inclusion for the movie, is that that would have given us a rule of three in terms of hologram usage in The Last Jedi, right? Because we got R2-D2's hologram usage with the recording of Princess Leia from way back when. And then we have, for all intents and purposes, a hologram appearance from Luke on Crate, so that's two. And then if we had had this situation where... BB-8 projected the hologram of Rey kissing Finn on the forehead and saying thank you before she took off. Well, that would have been our rule of three, which would have been a nice way to round things out. Instead, it's just a callback because there's always a way to do it. You know, all right, we got one hologram, so now we got another hologram. So there's a callback to holograms, but yeah, not quite the rule of three. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and then we're back at you with Last Jedi Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Want a free copy of The Last Jedi in 4K UHD HDR with Dolby Atmos and Dolby Vision? It's the highest quality you can possibly watch The Last Jedi at, courtesy of Voodoo. And starting Friday, March 16th, I'm giving away those 10 to the first 10 people who become patrons of the podcast at the $5.01 level or higher. And if you join at the 1138 level or higher, I'll throw in a free copy of The Force Awakens Trivia Book 2. Go to patreon.com slash sw7x7 to support the show and get your free copy of The Last Jedi. Again, that's patreon.com slash sw7x7. Welcome back. All right, so yesterday I asked you for the names of the two characters that are mentioned in the opening crawl, and they are Luke and Leia. Today's question for you. So for The Force Awakens, Gustavo Dudamel was the actual person who conducted the orchestra playing the opening fanfare for The Force Awakens. For The Last Jedi, who conducted the opening fanfare over that opening crawl? And that is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you're forced to use a blaster to defeat a cyborg, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not uncivilized, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.